This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, hopping on here to record a weekly rundown of everything around UK athletics, but it will primarily be dominated by the UK men's basketball program because that was where a lot of the news was this week, especially with the construction of Kentucky's basketball roster for next season. Uh, Before we hop into the rundown, I do want to mention that this episode is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub with two locations, one in Palmville and one in Williamsburg, Kentucky. And then a third location coming sometime later this month to London, Kentucky. The date was set for April 15th. Going to be a little bit later than that. Still having to pass inspections, hiring staff, all those things. Uh, But there will be a third location for the Butcher's Pub. If you're interested in applying for a job, you can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. But as I said, all the news this week, obviously, was with the Kentucky men's basketball program. You did have UK Football Pro Day. We will get into that. But we got to start with the biggest news of the week, and it came out of nowhere. Derek and I recorded an episode on Monday afternoon talking about how quiet things were with the men's basketball program. And then five minutes later, UK sends out a press release announcing the addition of Davidson transfer Kellen Grady. Very, very big-time get for John Calipari in the Kentucky men's basketball program. It's a need that Kentucky desperately needed on this year's team, and they need to do it next year if they want to continue moving the program forward and get over this hump of 9-16 and 16 that they just had. Uh, Grady adds shooting. He adds a ton of experience. His numbers at Davidson over the course of four years, you're talking about a 17- to 18-point-per-game score. It's so consistent looking at his three-point percentage, his scoring, his ability, his his minutes played. Talking about a kid who scored over 2,000 points, the number of minutes played, you don't see that at a place like Kentucky. And I think that that is what made him priority number one. The moment he went into the transfer portal, we, we spoke about it on Kentucky Daily, and I instantly said that he's the guy you have to go get first. Kentucky did that. They did it quietly. We had no idea that it was happening. Maybe 10 to 15 minutes before the press release went out there, Kyle Tucker started teasing it a little bit that Kentucky had their guy, and sure enough, they did. It's it's amazing how they work so quietly in a day and age where nothing goes behind the scenes. Usually, somebody gets word of it, kind of leaks it before it comes out, but no, it's very rare that Kentucky announces the addition of a basketball player that's going to be on scholarship via press release. It always comes out with either a commitment or someone reports it that it's getting close, You had none of that this time. UK sends out a press release. It had quotes from Cal. It had quotes from Grady. I will read those to you now. Uh, So just looking back on just a huge week, and Grady did speak with UK media on Wednesday. Let me pull up what he had to say. And I I know just speaking on 
uh, what he said on Wednesday. He talked about Cal, you know, showing him film and some of the things that he's going to do offensively in that system at Kentucky that that kind of sealed the deal for him. Grady had this to say about his decision to transfer to Kentucky. First, I want to express my eternal gratitude for Davidson College. Coach Michelop and his entire staff for giving me the opportunity to represent Davidson for the last four years. It has truly been an incredible experience and has made me a better player and, more importantly, a better person. With that said, I'm very excited to be a Wildcat again and play for Coach Calipari at the University of Kentucky. It is a tremendous opportunity to compete at the highest level and pursue my dreams. I'm grateful for the opportunity and eager to get to work. John Calipari included a statement in that release saying, Kellen has established himself as one of the best players in the country. His size, his skills, his scoring ability, and his playmaking ability speak volumes to the player that he is. Kellen played in a great program under a terrific coach, Bog Michelop. He is a four-year starter whose toughness and fight will add to our team. His game-to-game consistency, his scoring, his ability to share the ball, and his defense is part of what makes him special, and we are ecstatic to have him join a team that was close last season but needed what he gives us to get over the top. So John Calipari talks about how close Kentucky was and that Kellen was a guy and type of player that they were missing on this Kentucky team that just won nine games this past season. Even Cal mentioned that the consistency across the board that Grady put up at Davidson with the scoring, the minutes played, the the health, it's, it's, a, it's a guy who hasn't had injuries. And when you're talking about comparing this to a situation like Justin Powell, who just committed to Tennessee Saturday morning, I think a lot of it came down to the consistency and the body of work that you have when you're talking about Kellen Grady. And not to say that Justin Powell wouldn't have been a good player at Kentucky. When his name first went into the portal the morning Kentucky played Mississippi State in the SEC tournament, it looked like Kentucky was going to be the choice. I mean, Tipton Edits put it out there, Kentucky's interest. I do think that Kentucky was interested at the time, but I think it come down to those things that I've been saying for the last few weeks where you don't want to jump the gun on something. You kind of want to wait and sit and see who all goes into the portal. And sure, maybe Powell would have been a multi-gear guy at Kentucky. We don't know that. I, obviously, some people say that that's not his intentions. He was a Kentucky kid. But I don't think this has anything to do with John Calipari not wanting Kentucky kids on his roster. I think that it came down to that Kellen Grady was the better fit at Kentucky. Justin Powell is a fit at Tennessee. I didn't see them getting both. Derek and I talked about that, about that this week on the podcast, that it appeared that Kentucky was not going to be getting Justin Powell. Uh, with Davion Mintz possibly returning, I'm I'm actually confident and will say that I, I do think Davion Mintz will return. Kyle Tucker wrote a really good story on The Athletic this week with some intel on Isaiah Jackson, Keon Brooks, and Davion Mintz. It seems like Mintz might be returning to the backcourt next year. Then you're talking about an experienced backcourt that includes Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady. That's a lot. What Kentucky needs now is a point guard that can beat someone off the bounce late in clock situations. I did. I don't think Kentucky struggled as much initiating offense from the point guard spot. It was late in the clock, 10 seconds, 8, 7 seconds on the shot clock. You needed someone that could get the ball by the defender's hip. Kentucky did not have that on this roster. And I'm not sure that that's who Grady and Mintz will be. They need to go get an elite guard that can do that, can break someone down, make a play for someone else, maybe make a play for themselves. Not sure who that is. I'm sure John Calipari and staff probably already know who their guy is. We don't know that yet. But as quietly as this recruitment went, I would say that Kentucky has already identified who that guy is. And to me, it just did not make sense when you're looking at Dante Allen on the perimeter, Davion Mintz possibly coming back. 
you got other pieces. Uh, now, Kellen Grady, where does Justin Powell slide? If you added Justin Powell to this roster with Kellen Grady and those pieces, that glaring issue and weakness at the point guard spot with having someone be able to beat someone off the bounce, it's still there. I think that's why now priority number one is that. We have no idea what's going to happen with Keon Brooks. We're not sure on Isaiah Jackson. Going to have to wait and see what happens. Will Kentucky add a piece to the front court via the transfer portal? Will they add a high school player? We don't know. But I just feel like that John Calipari does not want to go into next season with just Nolan Hickman, Devin Askew as his point guards. I think there will be another person there. I think it will be an experienced piece. And honestly, considering they got Grady, I think it'll be one of the top guys that goes into the portal. Is it somebody that's in the portal now? We don't know. Is it somebody that's going to go into the portal in the coming days or weeks? This portal's not going to stop. There will be names going into this portal for the next few weeks with coaching decisions, NBA draft, who declared, who who kind of maybe gets some feedback from the NBA and then decides they want to go back to college, but then enters the transfer portal. We do not know. I just don't see John Calipari getting to a spot again where he doesn't know what he has at the point guard spot. Going into this past season, they took Davion Mintz last April because there were questions and concerns about whether or not Devin Askew was ready to lead Kentucky in the SEC, lead Kentucky against the elite of the elites in college basketball. Now, certainly, not a normal offseason hurt everyone, including Askew and some other guys on the roster but I just don't think Cal's going to go into this next season with just Nolan Hickman, Devin Askew as his point guard. Sure, if Davion Mintz is back, we saw late in the season that he can play point guard in a pinch and do some things. His assist numbers, everything went up. I still like Mintz off the ball. I like Grady off the ball. Whether that point guard be Devin Askew, Nolan Hickman, I don't think Kentucky wants to go into a season not knowing that they have their whether or not they have their guy. That's why I think they're going to add someone. They obviously like Nolan Hickman because they kept that recruitment quiet. He committed probably 12 hours after we got word that he was going to be committed to Kentucky. Nobody even knew who Nolan Hickman was. So that's somebody they identified early that they like. But I think that they're going to go get some experience at that spot, someone that can beat someone off the bounce, make someone else better, get someone else a shot, maybe go get their own as well. And then all these pieces, the Oscar Shubways, the Damian Collins, the Kellen Grady's, all those pieces fit to better fit better together when you have someone that can kind of set the table for everyone else. But that pretty much covers everything on the basketball side. We're going to jump into football. We'll talk some UK baseball, UK softball. But before we do that, I want to take this time to talk to you about hosting your own podcast with our distributor, Blue Wire Pods. And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level or If you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you get all of this for only $15 a month. 
the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listen to us talk about your favorite team, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join to, or check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com join. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Now transitioning to the football program. Obviously, UK had football pro day there at Nutter Fieldhouse this week, and a lot of guys showed out. Landon Young, whether it was repping 34 times on the bench press, Brandon Eccles showing off his speed, Jamin Davis once again turning heads. A lot of guys helped themselves when it comes to draft position and showing out before the draft that will be coming up later this month. So a lot of guys are going to find success in the NFL after moving on from Kentucky. You're seeing this program continue to move forward under Mark Stoops and the direction of Vince Merrill and all those guys that have been on staff. You've added in now Liam Cohen to the fold. I thought it was really cool that Eddie Grant was there supporting his guys. Even though Eddie Grant is no longer the offensive coordinator at Kentucky, he was there showing support for his guys that he coached uh, during their entire U.K. football careers. Uh, so that was cool to see. So a lot of guys showed out there. Uh, the numbers that just pop off the page with some guys, obviously you would like to see some some of the official times at an NFL combine to see how close they are to what UK clocked them at the other day. Uh, but it was a big week in the program starting last week. I know we didn't talk about this on a rundown because you didn't get one last week, but Travion Longmire, a uh, kid from Corbin, committed to Kentucky. We had him on Kentucky Daily, uh, 2022 class, followed that this week with Grant Bingham, an offensive lineman who chose Kentucky over some big-name programs, including Notre Dame and others. Uh, That's two in-state kids from the 606 area that are added to the 2022 class, a class that's setting up to be another very good class for Kentucky football. Vince Merrill is taking care of in-state recruiting. Really impressive job what he's doing. Grant joined us on Kentucky Daily as well, so if you missed that episode, you can find that one. I think that was on Thursday is when we published that, maybe. Uh, Then going back to last week, you can find the episode with Travion Longmire. So a lot of good stuff coming out of the U.K. football program. U.K. softball got a massive series win against Alabama earlier in the week. Lost the first game of the series and then battled back and won the final two games, including a long extra inning thriller. Uh, that they won, I think, maybe Monday Monday night, if I'm not mistaken, that they won that one against the Tide. So a big-time win. Obviously, they dropped game one at Tennessee on Friday night. Uh, they'll finish that series up this weekend in Knoxville. The U.K. baseball program got off to a hot start, swept Auburn last weekend. They have had some trouble at Mississippi State the first two games. I'm recording this before game three in the final game of that series. Uh, But Kentucky was competitive in Game 2, had a chance to win, had a lead late. Mississippi State scored a late run in the 8th to win. Uh, But Kentucky baseball obviously is showing some competitive and and some improvement. I think that's what you wanted to see from that program. Uh, So they'll try to get 
uh, a win before heading back to Lexington and leaving Starkville. Uh, this episode will be up probably before that game is final, so we won't have the results of that. Uh, but that pretty much covers a lot of the topics around UK athletics this week. We wanted to really dive into the men's basketball program and what they're doing. Stay tuned because there's going to be more news coming from that. Obviously, we're waiting on decisions from Davion Mintz, Keon Brooks, Isaiah Jackson, according to Kyle Tucker's story. There's a possibility there that he entertains a second year at Kentucky. I, I would suggest to not fall uh, down that rabbit hole too far because in the past it hasn't happened with the Kevin Knox stuff. You, you Everybody kind of bought into a second year of Kevin Knox and that didn't happen. But it certainly sounds like that there is something there with Jackson speaking with P.J. Washington's father about that second year at Kentucky and what it did. And it certainly sounds like John Calipari is trying to sell Isaiah Jackson on possibly coming back and improving into a top five pick. But I recommend you to go to The Athletic, read Kyle Tucker's story there. also recommend going back and listening to all the episodes of Kentucky Daily this week. We had some really good episodes. We broke down Kellen Grady's game. We had a really solid mailbag episode on Friday. That I, I definitely recommend you to get to that one. I think it was about an hour and ten minutes. We, we hit on the U.K. basketball attrition. The uh, roster turnover, all the new pieces, Kellen Grady added into the mix. We got into that. Maybe some other possible names. We talked about Justin Powell, who ended up going to Tennessee this morning. It's a good get for Tennessee. Kentucky also had a good get in Kellen Grady earlier this week. I, I didn't see where both of them fit, especially if Davion Mintz is returning. And to me, it kind of signals that Davion Mintz probably is returning, that Justin Powell uh, decided to go to Tennessee and Kentucky never really got involved with Powell to a, to a level to where he could have joined uh, the Kentucky program. But I wanted to hop on here. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Whether you listen to this episode on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we will be back next week for more on Kentucky Daily. We'll catch you then. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.